0: Welcome back to Becoming an Influencer. My name is Amanda Jewell. I am your host, and this is the podcast where I sit down with CEOs, influencers, professors, students, you name it. And we talk about what it takes to be successful and their specific journey to becoming an influencer, whatever that looks like in their life. So thank you so much for listening today. I do hope that you decide to subscribe. And if you're feeling nice, leave me a review. I would love that for me. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how to pitch to brands. So this was a request from my friend, so Hannah, I hope you're listening, but yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. To get started, I always want to remind you guys, I do have a blog, theamanajewel.com backslash blog, where I talk a lot about influencer marketing and I have a whole blog post on how to work with brands. But for the specific purpose of this podcast, we're going to talk about just pitching to them. So first off... Identify what brands you want to work with. I recommend writing them down in a journal and visualizing yourself working with these brands and making sure that you're making content that aligns with the brand's message and their image online as well because you will have such a higher success rate of working with brands if they identify with your content and if you can identify yourself with their content. To prepare for actually reaching out to the brands, I suggest having a media kit. If you don't know how to make a media kit, I also have a blog post on that, which I will link in the show notes of this episode. But basically, it is a social media resume, and it should have everything compiled on there that a brand should know about wanting to work with you, right? So you should have all of the different platforms that you're willing to work on. You should have your following on all of the platforms. You should show some interesting demographics and engagements, like they want to see your engagement on social media. So for me, right, like I might have 12,000 followers, but it doesn't matter. I get only 1,000 impressions on a picture or whatever it is. So they need to know the accuracy of your following and that's just the best way to benefit as a business and i want to take offense to it there are a lot of brands that still like to work with smaller creators so don't get your hopes down when you are putting your following on your media kit also talk about who you are like what your brand is about what kind of content you create all the platforms like i said and any brands that you have worked with in the past. So on My Media Kit, I mention a lot of my favorite brands that I have done either Instagram exchanges with, collaborations on YouTube, uh, paid content, or even school. I've had a couple of projects where I've worked on yeti or bumble and so i can actually put that on my media kit because you've done something for the brand and i just highly suggest thinking about all the unique ways you've worked with brands even if i was a red bull marketeer right i still get to say i worked with red bull because i did so many different ambassador responsibilities and also marketing responsibilities You can make your media kit for free on canva.com you could also do it on photoshop or keynote powerpoint however you want but be creative and make sure it fits with your brand aesthetic i also recommend having a website just somewhere that you can send all of the people to all the brands to like this is my website you can find everything you need here along with the media kit And now how I find brands, their contact information at least, I like going to their Instagram pages and sometimes they will have an email button. And usually that email button that they have there is their generic company email, for instance, like info at theamandajole.com. It's not actually their social media person's email, but I like to send out my proposal In an email saying, I hope that they find the email well, and I hope that they can direct this message to the correct department in case it is not who I am contacting. So then I send my proposal, and at the bottom, I attach my media kit. But I think it would be most beneficial to talk about what the actual contents are in those email pitches. You should always start off with a greeting like, dear company team. Like, obviously put in their company's name, Um, but call them a team. And like I said, I like to say that I hope this message finds them well and to direct me to whoever is in charge of their social media relations or influencer relations or partnership relations. All these are key words that I've seen in the industry. And then introduce who you are and talk about like what kind of content you make, where you make the content, what makes you unique, why are you valuable. Don't make it a huge paragraph. Definitely 3 to 4 sentences next, like enter enter. And then I would talk about why you want to work with their brand and what you will do for them. This is the most important part is what you will do for them because no one just wants to send free products if you're, they're not getting anything in return. So they need to have some type of intellectual property or you're posting on social media or whatever it is, but specify what it is that you can offer them and why it would be beneficial. I'll give you guys an example after I finish explaining all the different parts. Then after you talk about what you can do for them, I would just talk about why your partnership would be beneficial. Don't make this super fluffy. It doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to waste their time. But you'll see what I mean when I read an email example in a second. Um, And then after that, I would just mention where they can find you, that you've attached your media kit, and that you hope to hear back from them. So then I send it off with my signature. I have a little icon, which is actually the icon of this podcast. Um, It was actually like my blog's logo if you will for a while but i sent it off with that and it says my name and then it has my website hyperlinked and this was something that cameron made for me but i know that you can find a way to make an email signature using the good old google but yeah so now i'm going to pull up an email that i sent to a mattress company and this was the email format that i follow for everything i just completely change out the company and what they do so you know I wouldn't say you sell athletic wear to a mattress company I would be like I'm in love with your home bedding but if it was a skincare line I would obviously talk about their skincare products and etc etc so here we go. It's been about a year since I've sent this exact email, but I just really like the way it was formulated, which is why I want to share it with you guys. And yeah, things have changed since this email was composed clearly, but if you listen, you can pick up on the key things that I am displaying about myself in order to sound more appealing to the brand and show them that I am valuable when it comes to marketing, etc. So here I go. I said dear team at Allswell home my name is amanda jewell i'm a student at the university of texas at austin studying advertising and minoring in business i am a freelance photographer independent model and a marketing strategist for red bull i'm also a photojournalist for my school's publication the daily texan it's a new year which means that we are taking action to become our better self in order to become our best self you need to have your best sleep right I'm reaching out to your team today, proposing a partnership with your incredible brand. I currently reside in my college apartment and would love to share with you my niche audience, a perfect mattress or topper for college kids and young adults. As a content creator, I would love to create content that all's well can use. This partnership would be beneficial for both parties. If you would be interested in working with me, I have attached my media kit so that you can see what Amanda Jewel is all about. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask. I'm looking forward to working with you guys. Sorry, I kind of suck at reading, but I hope that that gives you a good idea of what you could say to a brand. So this was one that really worked out for me, really happy with the way that went. And then to give you guys an example of something more recent, I said, dear skincare team, I hope this email finds your media team well. My name is Amanda Jewell, I'm a college student studying advertising at the University of Texas at Austin with a focus in media and analytics. Thanks to my educational background, I am aware of how valuable influencer partnerships can be for user-generated content, brand awareness, and creating unique contact points with future consumers. I make lifestyle YouTube videos and blogs on my website, theamanajool.com backslash blog, hyperlinked it. Many of my viewers come to me for self-care and self-empowerment guidance. Given the current state of the world, self-care content is more popular than ever. This specifically includes skincare. For this reason, I know my viewers would be responsive to your brand as my most popular content on my blog and YouTube is about skincare and self-care routines. Then I talk about how I've been using their products in my YouTube videos for over a couple of years. I would love to work with you to make a dedicated blog post, YouTube video, or Instagram post. I also have a bot... I also have a podcast, Becoming an Influencer. I've attached my media kit with my impact per platform. I hope you are staying safe and healthy. I'm excited to hear back from you all as I see the opportunity our partnership would have. Best than my little signature, and I attached my media kit. So that's really all it is to it, guys. Like, you've got to sell yourself. Sometimes you can get a email back and they're like, yes, how much are your rates? Let me pay you, et etc. et cetera. Sometimes they're like, hey, we're not really doing any paid content right now. We can send you a PR box. And that's usually great for me right now, especially as a smaller creator, because I only reach out to brands that I genuinely want to work with when it comes to pitching. And so them sending me free product usually still a win in my book. If you haven't been taking notes already on this podcast, I recommend listening to it again and not only making an outline for your email templates that you can use for upcoming brand deals, but also going back through and listening to my emails that I just read to you and writing down specific keywords that will help you out. User generated content, impact per platform, All these things are terminology that I have picked up, not only through influencer marketing, but also through my advertising degree. So just write them down and it'll make you sound like you know what the heck you were talking about. And then once you send that email, I would also make sure that you are constantly engaging on their Instagram content. That is something that I have picked up as advice from other creators is that they will comment on a brand's Instagram pictures and then their name becomes more familiar to whoever is in charge of social media most of the time. And then I would also say to follow up I am not the best at following up. I feel annoying sometimes, but I personally have had a lot of buried emails where someone has to follow up with me about something I genuinely am interested in. So I know that if people are helping me out, they probably are, they may accidentally let my email get buried. You know what I mean? And When my friend Audrey Stowe was on the show, you can go back to our podcast that we recorded together and she talks about how she makes a lot of her money by following up. So that's a huge advice to anyone listening that has the opportunity to follow up but just has not yet. Another question is how you figure out how much you should charge for a post. I personally have heard that you can charge $100 per 10,000 Instagram followers And then when it comes to TikTok, I feel like that is such a new landscape that you can make the rules up there. And especially companies now about TikTok, they don't know what they're supposed to be paying for. So you can kind of tell them what's up when it comes to that. I would also say not to undersell yourself. Um, Definitely like be reasonable, but If you can get $150 for a TikTok, charge $150 for a TikTok. And that goes for anything. I have been paid $200 to $300 to post a picture on Instagram. And in the last podcast, Emily June was saying she feels guilty about taking money from brands. But what I said to her was that this this is money that they are going to spend on ad dollars anyway, that they would pay an advertising agency, that they will pay Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest for ads. So if you are the ad itself, don't feel guilty for taking that money. Now again, like I told her as well, if it's a small business or a little startup that she cares about, don't take their money. But when it comes to these bigger brands, don't be afraid. And they know their budget. If they don't have the money for it, they will tell you straight up. And a lot of the times they'll keep you in mind for the next round of influencer gigs. And that's happened a lot is when I reach out and I get rejected the first time, but then they keep my email in contact and then they reach out to me again. And you're also charging for the intellectual property. So even if they don't ever end up using your pictures online, they still can use your pictures if they want to repost it on Instagram or use it as an ad or put it on their website, whatever. But even if they don't, this is content that is out there and is spreading their brand's message. So don't feel bad about that as well. But calculate in that intellectual property and the equipment you're using to create the picture, the time you're using to find the deal, create content for them, submit the content to them, edit the content, whatever it is, make sure you're calculating that into your price. Like, don't sell yourself short. So, I would just say that and, I mean, you could charge anywhere from $50 to $200 for Instagram pictures and an Instagram story or whatever it is, but I would just recommend looking up online what other influencers are being paid. Uh, A lot of companies that I work through a third party, they pay the influencer themselves $150, so that's a good starting point, whether you're giving them one picture for that or if you're giving them a couple stories and a couple pictures for that. Whatever you feel comfortable with that you also are still passionate about, like I wouldn't say go out of your way again for a brand that you don't believe in. But if it's a brand you're really excited to work with and it would benefit you, then meet them halfway. And usually they'll try to talk you down if they don't have that kind of money. And negotiation in this life is a huge part of success. So I believe in you. Negotiate your rates. You got this. Another question regarding how you find who you need to be talking to LinkedIn is a great place. I recommend looking up the brand on LinkedIn and trying to find either their marketing head, their influencer relations, their social media manager, people of that realm. But even if you can't find them, just try connecting with anyone at the company and hopefully you can find a way to who you need to talk to. But LinkedIn is definitely going to be one of your best friends for this when it comes to pitching yourself and getting yourself to sit down and actually write out pitches, if you just do it for one like the template we talked about, I literally can go back to those templates and just reframe things, reword things, delete like filler words and stuff like that. So just do it one time and get over the anxiety and just whip it out, create a template for yourself and go by that from then on. Plus you don't have to be reaching out all the time, right? Like I only reach out when I know of brands I really want to work with. And I sit there and I'll email like maybe five brands at a time. And then I won't email brands for months. Like it's always just a wave. So ride your own wave. And I believe that you can have whatever it is in this life that you want, especially when it comes to brand deals, because They're always looking for new ways to reach consumers, especially in this increasing competitive market. And this industry is only growing no matter what you think about influencers in the past or what people around you say about influencers. It is a growing market and it is also an increasing ROI because there are so many other media outlets that have shown a deduction in their effectiveness. So just keep that in mind as well. I really hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. Like I said, go back and take notes if you didn't already. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and give me a review if you're feeling nice today. And I am so thankful for all of you guys. I also just started back to school. All my classes are online. I'll probably dedicate another podcast to that. But it's interesting. It's kind of hard to figure out when I'm working, when I'm relaxing, when I'm doing school And of course, as a content creator, there's always so many things I could be doing for my own brand. So we're working on balance and just welcome to the journey, you guys. But yeah, I'll have everything linked in the show notes that I mentioned. Also, I have a Teespring account selling Becoming an Influencer face mask and mugs. So they're pretty pricey, but if you want to rep Becoming an Influencer, my heart goes out to you. I will talk to you guys in the next episode of Becoming an Influencer. Later!